Listen, all you New Yorkers. Is the 77 WABC minicast. And uh, I understand we have uh, a, a great lady on. Uh, Rita, would you bring her in? Yes, we do. We have the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee, Ronna McDaniels. Ronna, so glad to have you here on the show. We love you. And, um, you know, it, first off, the big key, uh, everybody, is, is getting out early voting, getting out the votes. Votes count um, in New York. We've got city council coming up. Of course, a lot more coming up in 2024 with the big debate, which we just saw the other day. Uh, how are you going to rally the bases? Well, I love you guys, too. I wish I was there. And I'm thinking about New York right now as you're dealing with this this flooding. So I hope everyone's safe. Uh, Ed Cox the, and I the, were on the, the, migrants, the migrants are drowning. The migrants are drowning. They are, by the way, in one of the big places, which we'll have later. <laughs> Ronnie, you can't make this up. We want anyone drowning. We All want right. everyone safe. Ronnie, yes. t- tell but us I- about banking our votes. Yeah, so Ed Cox and I did a Bank Your Vote New York today, also with uh, Lee Zeldin, who joined, and Elise Stefanik, who's part of it, and and Congressman Lawler, but we need people to bank their votes early. We're going to protect the votes. We're going to have poll watchers. We're going to have lawyers on the ground. But here's the thing, guys. If people wait till Election Day to put their to vote, it means we're chasing their vote the whole time. If there's 30 days of voting, it means I'm spending money to get those people to vote. And we need to free up those resources to find independent and swing voters. So we need our high-propensity Republicans to vote early so that we can get every vote banked before Election Day. And what if it's flooding on Election Day like it is today in New York? Then you're not going to get out. You're not going to be able to vote. So bank your vote. We have a website, bankyourvote.com, for New York, and we need people to go to that. How do you think, uh, by the way, how do you think the debate went the other day, too, Rana? Um, I know there's another one coming up. How, how did? How do you think it went, and it was our highlights to, in your mind? I mean, I'm so stressed during these debates. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was in the audience, and I'm trying to keep my face, like, neutral. Like, I, I try not to react in case, like, because, you know, the RNC has to be neutral. Listen, it's a fair process. Everybody's getting their chance to make their case to the voters. And I think that's important because, uh, you know, President Trump obviously has a ton of support, but there's support for all these other candidates, too. So everyone needs to be given a chance. And then once we come out with our nominee, everyone needs to say, this was fair, this was done right. And now we need to support who the voters chose. And we're creating a debate process that allows that to happen. Rona, when's the next debate? What's the date? It's in November. Um, so we've got six weeks between this one and the next debate. But we haven't announced all the details on that yet. And, okay. And, and then- so we're, we're going to find out how many candidates are going to be left by November. Yeah. What's the bar? Yeah, we raised the we yeah. raised the threshold. So this last debate, it was a 3% threshold. The next one's going to be 4%. And then we raised the small dollar donation threshold from 50000 to 70000 Ah, okay. Hey, by the way, did you see this big news, uh, Rhonda McDaniels, that uh, RFK Jr., according to one report, is planning an independent run? Uh, that's really interesting. I mean, I've always felt... I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love what, it. What's the Go reaction as head of the Republican National Committee? That's, uh, I think he's going to take away from Biden if he does this. I do, too. RFK Jr., you know, I can't help you because I'm the head of the RNC, but I know a bunch of people who want to help you. And Cornell West, we love him, too. I think it's great. The more, the merrier. You bet. <laughs> that's that's good news. So uh, you think he's going to draw from the Democrats primarily? I do. I, I do. I just don't see much daylight between him and Biden. And, and the reality is, you know, you've got a lot of common sense Republicans and Democrats in that room right now. I mean, people do want our border secure. We do want 
our kids to be uh, getting the right education. We want to make sure that crime is down in the streets. We know that what's happening, especially in New York, even your Democrat mayor is talking about the migrant crisis. Democrats are ignoring these issues and common sense Americans are saying enough is enough. And Biden's turning a blind eye. You know, I want to get your reaction, uh, Rana, to especially what President Biden said in the last few hours. Yesterday, he was in Tempe, Arizona. There he is. Uh, it was like an hour and a half from the border. Somehow he couldn't make it down to the border, but he found enough time. I found his speech so unbelievably divisive. Um, he's, you know, one breath, he's like, I'm the unifying president. And then in the next breath, he said, you know, if you believe in MAGA Republicans, it's a threat to democracy. It, it, it's, it was just such a divisive. Uh, I found a very nasty speech and unbecoming of a president. Yeah, they've clearly pulled that phrase MAGA extremist. Like that's their phrase. That's their that's their buzzword. And they're trying to scare the American people. But people know they're making less money. Cost of living is high. Gas prices are out of control. And then they see a president go to Arizona and ignore the border. And what does that say to our Border Patrol agents who are putting their lives in harm way, harm's way every single day, and they don't have a president who even comes and supports them or acknowledges the crisis that we have at our border? So it's it's really shameful. You know, he did promise to be a unifier, and I think that's why a lot of people voted for him in 2020. But his record has been one of a divider, and he has not been a commander-in-chief. He's been a divider-in-chief. Do you expect any other uh, uh possibilities to jump into the race? I don't. I know there's these, you know, these uh, articles about Glenn Youngkin. I just think there's ballot access issues. You're, you're going to have a hard time getting on the ballot uh, in some of these states. I think the Virgin Islands, the deadline is today. So these states, Iowa, New Hampshire, you're not going to be able to get on the ballot the later you wait. So I, I just don't know how anybody can create a ground game that's big enough to be able to win the delegates needed to get the nomination if they get in. Uh, Rona, we got about a minute left. What, what else would you like to tell all Americans on this uh, a Friday uh, afternoon in a rainy New York? A messy rainy New York. Say, <laughs> listen to John and Rita every day. John and Rita are the best. <laughs> we love them. They're common sense. They're fun. But also, go to bankyourvote.com. Pledge to bank your vote. Get involved in these elections. Every voice matters, and we want every voice to count, but we need you to vote early. We agree. Ed Cox, you have one more question, you said. Uh, yeah, you bet. Talk about protect the vote. That's very important. The integrity yeah, we, of the ballot, something we really believe in here in New York and have been acting on. Yeah, we, well, we just filed a lawsuit with Ed uh, against your governor who's trying to change the definition of mail-in balloting. You know, Democrats want to get rid of voter ID. They want to have ballot harvesting. And then they say that, you know, Republicans are wrong to talk about election integrity. Listen, I had to show my ID to get a Sudafed the other day. We should show our ID to vote. Okay, let's let's be honest. So we're going to have lawyers on the ground. We're going to have poll watchers and poll workers. Please sign up. Go to GOP.com. But you can bank you can bank your vote because, you know, we're going to protect that vote. Yeah, that is so important that people have faith in the process. I'm, I'm glad you Last talked about question. that. It's important. The it's House really vote. Important. The House vote today uh, is that going to yeah. hurt? It could hurt the Republican Party. I mean, we need common sense in our own party. Yeah, I mean, any time that there's articles about division in our party, it's not helpful. When we're not talking about Biden, it's not helpful. And we have a very slim majority. We don't want the government to shut down. But just notice. Over 200 Democrats are voting to, to not keep the government open, right? They would rather see our government then shut, shut down and hand Kevin McCarthy, you know, a political loss 
than do what's right for the country. So 200 Democrats voted against the bill, too. Yeah, so, that's got to get out there. So, I mean, not a Republican yeah. issue. So, McCarthy has a problem with uh, how many? 12? 20. 20. 20. 20. McCarthy has a problem with 20. And uh, uh, the country has a problem with 200 Democrats. And then, wow. And then Democrats are 200. So, we, you know. That, that needs to get out there, by the way, because that's a by really important way. point. Yeah, Governor, yeah, Governor Patterson. Governor Patterson wants to say something. I think the stage sure. is set, and someone said this to me earlier today. I won't tell you who it was, <laughs> but his uh, uh, initials are, are are Richard Weinberg. That uh, <laughs> I know that guy. Yeah. That, um, if Hakeem Jeffries, as the leader, the minority leader right now, gets his members to go along with McCarthy. It makes him a statesman. It puts McCarthy back where he should have been. And perhaps people will learn from Newt Gingrich and Bill Clinton how to work together. There Wouldn't we go. Wouldn't it be an, an amazing thing if we put the American people above our politics? Wouldn't Shocking. that be great? Shocking, right? It'd Why would we do that now? For the country. It would be. I mean, think about TSA being shut down. Think about people who aren't going to get paid. Kevin McCarthy is doing his best. I think it'd be great if Democrats met him. Yes, if the Democrats and Republicans, uh, uh, the common sense portion of both both parties uh, come together and and uh, don't create a problem for our country, I think that'll go a long way. Let's hope. Let's hope that we set the stage on this show right here. Democrats and Republicans come together and keep this government open. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Rana, thank, thank you, you very much. Talk to you soon.